Hi, thank you for joining me today. My name is John Neve. This is John 2020 Apologetics and Lion and the Lamb podcast. In today's podcast, we're going to be reviewing Charlie Kirk, who he's a uh, you know, conservative Republican commentator, political commentator, and he is a uh, brother in Christ. And he went on the Whatever podcast. Oh, if you, if any of y'all don't know, the Whatever podcast is a uh, kind of like a dating slash. Uh, they get some politics and some religion brought in there, and generally, girls who are on OnlyFans, they come in here, and the, uh, the guy who runs it just asks them a bunch of questions, and you know, it's, there's just, there is definitely some flirting that goes on in there. But anyways, they have all kinds of uh, guests on there that to talk with these uh, these girls or these these young ladies or women, if you want to call them that. But um, yeah, so of course with when you bring on women with this type of morals and standards, they're going to want to talk about sex and lead with sex, and that's all they can lead with. They don't have any other attributes or traits that a, uh, a man could want besides um, their body, uh, their you know lust. And before we play this, this is, look, Men were attacked all the time through pornography and lust and women through sex and our own desires. Our flesh is weak. I mean, Paul literally tells us in, in, in his epistles that if you see something like that for you to turn around and run, you know, to, to help fight the temptation. That's that's God-breathed scripture. I mean, it's just some serious stuff. and. You know, when you defy, when you defile the body, you're defiling the temple that God, the Holy Spirit, lives in. And this is, you know, this is, uh, this is why the enemy uses this tactic to come at men. So, uh, gotquestions.org is a fantastic website online. You can type, you can type in a lot of questions, and they, they uh, help direct you to uh, understanding some some deep questions you might have and. Um, and they also have like quick bios on people. And uh, so here's the one on Jezebel. Um, pretty good. I've, I've studied Jezebel a little bit. And uh, this nails it pretty good. So, so Jezebel is a name synonymous with evil. She is the epitome of the wicked woman. So infamous is her name that to this day no one named their baby daughter Jezebel. To call a woman a Jezebel is the greatest insult imaginable. Jezebel was the daughter of... Ethbal, a priest of the cruel, sensuous, false god Baal, or Baal, B-A-A-L. He's the fertility god that was uh, infiltrating the uh, you know, the Jewish uh, customs and uh, the territory. And yeah, he's a pagan god. He's that that name also Baal goes with other pagan gods as well. It's kind of a generic term, but the one here in the context is, has to do with the. Uh, human sacrificing for fertility so I mean, as we started sex is everything to us men right that's how you get us and with that comes human sacrifice and the firstborn was the one who was uh, was uh, given as a sacrifice to help with fertility so sacrifice your firstborn to Baal and then you'll be promised greater fertility in the future so Abortion, or killing your child, murdering your child, I should say, the correct term. 
And of course, in their temples, they had all kinds of uh, prostitution and rituals involving orgies and sex. So, this is the M.O. This is the M.O. And um, we're going to go back to Jezebel here in a second. But the spirit of Jezebel is alive and well today. And it has infected uh, women in this world, particularly in the West and America. But back to that uh, article. Ethbal, the priest king of Tyree who murdered his own brother to take over the throne, was hardly a good father figure. But Jezebel followed in her father's footsteps and was herself a power-hungry murderess who stopped at nothing to get what she wanted. The king of Israel at the time was Ahab, a weak, self-pitying man who abdicated his authority to his bride, the princess Jezebel. So he gave his power over to a woman because he's a weak man. In spite of God's law forbidding, forbidding idolatry and the worship of any god but the Lord, Ahab married this princess who brought to Israel with her hundreds of priests to loot of Baal worship. And you know, this is why the scripture is all about, you know, not being um, unequally yoked. That's what all that stuff in the Old Testament was foreshadowing about mixing of fibers and stuff. It's about um, you know, not combining with something of its nature. And once you're born again, once you have Christ in your life, you have you are a new creature, you're a new creation. You need to become one with a creation that's also under the blood of Christ. Because we are influenced by our women. It's just the truth. Especially a weak man. And this is what happened. And Ahab allowed Jezebel to bring in Baal-worshipping priests. So imagine Yahweh's temple, Yahweh's place of worship, and prostitution and abortions and murdering babies was going on. Because his wife brought him in and he allowed it because he's a weak man. We'll continue. Jezebel was such a domineering person that she soon became master over her weak husband. One of her first acts was to order the extermination of the prophets of the Lord, and that's in 1 Kings, and set up altars to Baal. So persuasive was her idolatrous influence in Israel that Jesus later used her name to refer to a woman who led the church in uh, uh, Thyredia, I'm pronouncing that wrong, into immortality in the worship of false gods in Revelation 2. Jezebel's strongest enemy was the great prophet Elijah. I love that name. I named my son after him. Who defied her and opposed her evil rule. First, he pronounced the punishment of God upon Israel in the form of drought, which lasted three years. And that's in James. This accumulated into a contest on Mount Carmel between the powers of Israel's true God and Baal's. After the 450 priests of Baal and 400 priests of Asherah spent the day Besearching their gods with uh, wailing and self-mutilation to the end of the drought, to all no avail, Elijah prayed on his omnipotent God who responded by accepting the sacrifice, having the false prophet slaughtered, and providing an abundance of rain. So, yeah, Elijah was, uh, you know, he homie don't, homie don't play that, right? But uh, Jezebel, she was a horrible woman, horrible woman, and... She used, you know, her sex and power to just bring all kinds of wickedness into the land. So now let's play Charlie Kirk. He's you look up the video. It's on. You have a video version of this. You can listen to the podcast as well. 
and he's sitting at a table with next to the host and there's four five six six seven women sitting next to him and the and the one who's he's about to engage with is sitting directly to his left so right next to him all right here we go do any of you think that a generation of young men and having struggled with myself totally acknowledge it so no one have you to me <laughs> oh my god molly <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the YouTube algorithms or the channel itself, either one of the two, they blurted out the word porn, what Charlie's first was talking, and then she asked him, have you jerked off to me? He's thinking. <laughs> I, I've never heard of you before, so, um, yeah. That's the answer, because your wife is watching. That's true, I've, I've never heard of you before. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of out of pocket. Uh, Molly. Um, okay. Um, so, Charlie Kirk, your political mm -hmm. commentator. Yeah. So Charlie Kirk is bringing up the problem that is infesting um, men around the world. I mean, Japan is so um, invested into pornography addiction that they are a below a one percent or a, a one point birth rate. You know, you got to have two, two to replace you and your wife, right? They're at like one or even below that because of so much anime porn, so much pornography that's in that they consume. So Charlie Court and, and this is also obviously happening in America as well. And uh, we're at, a, I think, a 1.6 birth rate right now. So we're not even at replacement rate, which is a big problem because because only because the majority of people who have babies are the religious and religion is dying, as the scripture tells us it would in the end of days. And secularists and atheists don't have children like we do. So they have to rely on us to have children. Right? And, uh, but also on top of the atheism and secularism that's growing, boys are taught not to be masculine and they have to find other avenues to enjoy a woman and even if it's fake and it's on a screen or a cell phone they do it through pornography they don't have the uh the confidence or the social skills to, to talk to a woman and the women on top of that are wicked and evil and of course there are good women out there still but it, it is dwindling down let's just call it what it is let's just call it what it is this is the typical a young woman in America today, the OnlyFans girl. This is it. And Charlie Kirk's bringing it up. He said he had a porn addiction, and he's overcome, overcoming, or still overcoming it, or fighting through it. We all pray for Charlie. And she thinks it's funny, and she mocks him and asks him if he's ever jerked off to her. Right. Um. Can I say one thing? Absolutely. Though? Go ahead. Go ahead. Molly, I have sympathy for you. I do. You're trying to cope with the suppression of your soul. And filming yourself having sex with other men and filming it is not the highest and best use of the talents that God gave you. It's not. I think and that is a talent God gave me. <laughs> well, it's not the highest and best use, and it's not a talent, because, as I said, in my belief, it is should that should be saved in a sacred domain. We're not going to agree on that. But I hope, uh, I hope you change course. I think you'll be happier and more joyful and... I pray you don't have to suffer too much to realize that. Well, in my belief, this is my most happy and joyful. 
So if Molly made like a huge pivot. Yeah, so there you go. My belief and little does, uh, I wouldn't say she doesn't know. I wouldn't say ignorant is bliss. I would say that she deep down inside knows because the book of Romans, Paul says that God's law is written on our hearts. She knows what she's doing is wrong. She knows that she's not, uh, that God did not give her the gift to be a whore. Okay, God does not give people the gift to be a whore. That's what she is. She's a whore. It's a biblical term. You don't like the word? Too bad. She's a whore. And God, God gives us a reason why we should not engage in lifestyles like this because it does lead to destruction and it does go against his commandments and it's not our bodies Jesus says that your head is not your own can you turn one hair a different color you can't my body my choice that ain't your body that's God's body you're a creature you're created by Jesus Christ the creator of all things Colossians 1 all things are made by him and through him. That's that's the truth of it all. You can't do you can't change anything on your body. You can't make yourself taller, you can't change your eye color. If you do, it's all fake, right? With lenses. So and your body is a gift and you're desecrating the image of God. And God is the one who decides what happens with sex. He's the one that says it's between a man and a woman who are married. All other sins is porneia, the Greek word for pornography. Or excuse me, the the uh, the, uh, the Greek word is porne- porneia. It means sexual immorality. And it goes with the English word porne- or pornography. It's for a reason. It means evil. Sexual immorality. Wicked. Porneia. In a sexual nature. Ironic, isn't it? So, but but this is it. She thinks that it's funny and cool and just, an, you know, trying to make people uncomfortable. And this is what, this is the spirit of Jezebel. We should all pray for this young girl. And Charlie Kirk stands his ground and, you know, says that, you know, I hope that you don't have to go through a lot of suffering to realize what you're doing is wrong. And I do too. You know, that's somebody's daughter. That's somebody's sister, maybe. Maybe that's somebody's future wife. And she's acting like this. And this, but you know, she's she's not the only one. I mean, this is this is all over the place. It really is all over the place. Men have been cowardly. Cowards. They have acted cowardly. Men have not stepped up and we're so afraid. And I'm listen, I'm an extremely proud high church Protestant, okay? I'm a high church Protestant. I'm a Trinitarian high church Protestant. I'm a proud Protestant. I am um, interested in Ethan Orthodox. But I'm a but I'm still a very proud high church Protestant. This is a problem with Protestantism. And now it seems to be a problem with Roman Catholicism with the Pope. We're soft. We're soft. Um, we're so afraid to tell people 
Charlie didn't hear. He did it with elegance, I agree. He probably did it better than I would have. I would have been more blunt. It would have sounded like I was insulting her, but I wouldn't have been insulting her. But that's the, that's the thing is, is that when you tell someone the, the, the true truth with no, uh, and you, you just blunt truth, it seems like it's an insult now. But it's not. It's not. But us Protestants, a lot of Protestant churches, now mine's not like this. My pastor is not like this. But of a lot of Protestant denominations, and it seems to be now in the Roman Catholic Church, are so afraid to to hurt people's feelings. You got the Pope blessing gay couples. I mean, so what? The I've, I've talked to some of my Roman Catholic buddies, and they're they're saying that he's just saying they can be prayed for. If that's the case, it's the worst wording possible you could ever imagine and he's and it's saying blessing the couples so praying for the couples okay as long as you're they know that they're being prayed for for repentance and for them not to engage in that lifestyle and protestant uh, churches um also you know put the rainbow flags on their churches and have women pastors and all this other stuff this is what happens when you deny god's word god blessed us Protestants with this beautiful country and we developed it into the greatest country on earth. Yes, there was a lot of atrocities on the way for slavery. The Bible can, says those people should be put to death. Yes, there's a lot of bad things in American's history, but the out but the outcome, the cream on top of the the cream on top is that this is the greatest country to ever exist. And God has blessed us and we are turning his back on him just like Europe has turning its back on God as well in the ancient churches. And that's why Christianity's growing in China and Africa. God's going to find his bride. God's going to find his bride. But this this type of lifestyle we just we were so afraid to shun public shaming's a real thing. It really works. The the liberals and the democrats do it all the time. You go on Twitter, Especially Twitter before Elon Musk took it over. That's all they would do. Someone said something they didn't like. That person would be shunned on social media. Social media is basically the uh, you know, town center. And that person would be shunned and, and ridiculed. Oh, you know, you're a bad person, you're a bad person. We should you could call your your boss X, Y, and Z. They use that tactic and it works. And it does work. This stuff should be publicly shunned by Christians. It's not an acceptable behavior at all. But we're so afraid to say something. We're so afraid to say something. We don't want to hurt no one's feelings. Now, this next part of this uh, interview, they ask him about, you know, is he, is what he just said kind of politically driven? Is there some type of political angle behind it? And here's how he responds. I just, I want what's best for all, these, all of you here. And I don't think filming yourself... Having sex with men is the highest and best use of your talents. In fact, I think it personally has done a lot of damage to a lot of young men. Um, and don't take my word for it. Look, and you can read the book by Gary Wilson, Your Brain on Porn. It is the number one drug in America right now, and it, it impacts well, men. Well, it definitely isn't healthy. It, okay, so it's not healthy, no. so we agree. So yeah. let me ask a moral question. What do you guys think of dealers that push fentanyl? Good people. So they blocked it out. Drug dealers that push fentanyl is what Charlie Kirk said. We're not good people. Probably not. Not yeah. good people. So 
I mean, if, that's if we agree that there's a drug, but hold on, hold on a second. <laughs> if if there's a drug, how is Molly not a either drug dealer or a drug manufacturer? It's, it's different levels of addiction. There's so many other drugs. Well, like, hold on, weed but, is not at all. But we, fine. we agree. Corn's well, fine. I wouldn't say weed is fine, but it is not as bad as fentanyl. But to, to I mean, do there's, we, there's different levels. Do you believe to, porn like, is a drug? I think it's an addiction. A drug. See, first they agreed that it, you know, it's a drug. Now, now that he brought up a great point, an equal scale point, now it's an addiction. Which addictions come from drugs? I mean, I don't understand. I mean, you can be addicted to food, but it's, and you can be addicted to food that's maybe not a pharmaceutical pill or from a drug dealer, but it still has endorphins and and uh, it's still. It's, replacing it replacing a hole or a need in their life that they're trying to fill it with so yeah i i think charlie kirk brings up a good point yes it's not the same as fentanyl i agree but it seems to have the same outcomes it might not be dead bodies in the streets but it's but it's uh dwindling down the population it's bringing immoral and evil practices in here into our country and it's uh eroding our culture so it might not be putting bodies in body bags, but it's put, but it's not, it's it's uh, not helping people, uh, you know, have children. It's not saving marriages, and those are all erode the uh, society as well. Drug okay. is a. No. So what is what does porn do to the the male mind? I don't know. I'm not a male. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It is the same biochemical release as. It's almost a cocaine identical in fact it's even more powerful at time not to mention the damage it does to their relationships and oh, yeah. how it has to rewire their brain that that goes without saying but I does just, it i don't really see the the comparison with like fentanyl and porn though because fentanyl actually kills people and, and it's highly addictive so i know right now currently like porn addiction is not recognized and the dsm-5 is a legitimate addiction the only behavioral based addiction would be drug addiction something like fentanyl or whatever every other type of addiction is something that's like so that you can't so she's going to rely on a company to tell you what an addiction is or not. So do you understand how silly that is? Do you understand how silly that is? Like, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So what this company determines to be is what we're all going to classify what something is. I mean, these, these are the same doctors and psychiatrists and companies that said that uh, gender dysphoria 15 years ago was was a was a mental health issue, but today it's not. You know how much money's backed in the porn industry? How many politicians are backed in the porn industry? How much money the porn industry makes? It's a lot simpler, or excuse me, it's a lot more complex, and it's not as simple as they think. And, or sorry, not drug-based, uh, gambling. That's what it is. Gambling addiction is very real, but I don't believe porn addiction is. I think you can have impulse control issues with porn, but that would be like any other thing that you could have difficulty controlling like your consumption of. Mm -hmm. So, Go ahead, Molly, please. So my, yeah. my question is like, um, I kind of have a comparison of my own, and I'll, I'll try and sum this up as fast as I can. But basically, when prohibition happened, you know, people said that alcohol, it was not good for you. It led to deaths, it led to arguments, negative things, whatever. Mm -hmm. Prohibition happened. People still found ways to have parties with alcohol, drink alcohol, speakeasies ex existed. 
the only thing that happened was people didn't stop drinking alcohol. People started getting arrested and punished for it. And it so if her argument is, is that laws aren't going to prevent people from doing what they want to do. Do you think that she would, um, you think she would can be consistent and be like, okay, it's not a big deal if abortions are outlawed because people are still going to do it. So, or how about she's, I guarantee she's probably anti-gun, anti-second amendment, but she would be for all these gun laws, right? So there's there's a massive contradiction here. It's not it's not the same scale. This is the lengths, the amount of mental hoops that these degenerates will will do just to keep their lifestyle going. Because it's either it's demon possession or oppression. It's or both. You don't think that there's there's evil entities whispering and and egging her on to say these things. This is a young woman, like 18, 19 years old. She sounds so um, so filled and, and taken over with sexual lust. She's boasting in it. She has pride in it. It is her identity. It's the same with homosexuals. Same with homosexuals. With a vast majority of homosexuals. Their whole whole identity is the sex, the flag, their sexual preference, sodomy, all that. It's who they are. It's what they lead with. This is what she leads with. It's their God. It's their Baal. It started ruining people's livelihoods in that way instead of in a way that they have control over, meaning that they can stop the addiction by getting help at any time. Mm -hmm. So... My question is, if you think porn is so bad, like an addiction like that, what's your solution? Because if you're going to get rid of it, it's still... I got solutions, Jesus. It's repentance. It's uh, fathers um, back in the household. It's uh, nuclear family. It's uh, church. It's calling this stuff out. It's making this stuff illegal. Pornography should be illegal. Pornography should be illegal. Going to exist. Well, the yeah. first solution, I mean, can you at least agree, Molly, that minor shouldn't be viewing porn? A hundred percent. Okay, good. So the, okay, so she does have a moral standard, right? So she does have a moral standard. But she thinks, well, I guess once someone turns 18 years old, uh, the day before, maybe they shouldn't, but now they turn 18, now they can handle it. Yeah. Well, the age verification's a little well, bit. Well, yeah. yeah. You, so let's let's talk about that. Utah and Texas passed laws that sued, that made it more robust. You had to actually provide an ID, and Hub didn't like that because they said it would limit their traffic. Mm -hmm. So would you all agree that if there was robust ID checking, that would like 18? We can at least agree we could draw the yeah. line there. Yeah, I feel like that's mm -hmm. the normal age. Okay. Like, I, yeah. I I'm glad glad to hear that. Um. So on the other side, though, I mean, I think we have to acknowledge that the average American male spending anywhere between 45 minutes to 90 minutes on websites, it's, it varies. I mean, this is a new phenomenon, and I just want to reiterate it, that highly interactive three-dimensional video that triggers dopaminergic responses in the brain is unlike anything we've encountered. The science is still being studied, and Gary Wilson's book is phenomenal on this, Your Brain on Porn. 
In fact, it is the most used, let's just say product, we don't have to say drug, product for young men in this country. And yeah. I guess you would all say that, let me just ask you, how many of you are thrilled with the status of American men? You think that they're strong and confident and they no, tell the truth? I love an American man as an Irish girl, definitely. Okay, well then, you're the exception. They're all the Americans horrible. are silent. Okay, you see, yeah. But not hold on, and I'm not going to say it's only because of porn, because that would not be fair, but porn consumption does not make better men. No. You agree? I agree 100%. So that's where I'm just trying to introduce into the conversation. You, you said, what is the solution? So I would just say, Molly, my advice, well, my ask for you is, you know, for people to stop participating in it for that's not going to happen because the money is so good but we should draw the line at 18 there should even be it should be very very hard to access but to mm -hmm. your point molly you're not wrong people would always find it but we should we should try to draw a line in the sand somewhere especially with minors or have some sort of you know we should have some sort of acknowledgement that this yeah so you know charlie doesn't go as far as i do i would make it illegal and uh and people would be persecuted for it are prosecuted for it and publicly shamed maybe not jail time but uh um public square mocking i mean why not <laughs> i mean you don't like the idea why why is it too much why you know the, here's here's the point we're we're getting to a, we're getting to a point now where we're not at a replacement rate um 18 to 25 year old girls are running around trying to get their body count as high as possible. They think it's funny. They're sleeping with all kinds of men. And they're only sleeping with like the top 5-10% of men anyways. They're not sleeping with any men. So you have a large group of men who aren't, or young men who aren't getting any, you know, they're not getting any experience or any attention from, the, from these girls because they're only going to the rich and the tall and these guys are going to grow up and be in their 40s one day. And we're going to have to deal with them. And you're going to have all different types of social anxieties and depression. And they might be running politics. They might they might take over, uh, you know, some type of uh, position in government. Bottom line is, if you want the best person in those type of positions, they need to have a relationship with Christ. They need to be married. They need to have children. That is what God's first commandment was. Be fruitful, multiply. God bless you in Jesus' name.